Welcome back, everybody. I'm glad that you decided to rejoin me today. I just wanted to uh, give you a quick heads up that there might be a slight uh, possible chance that this releases on Saturday rather than Friday, but maybe. It's only a maybe. So that's uh, pretty much all I really had much to say. Um, yeah, so... Work has just been a little crazy, so it's kind of forced things to be a little more different. Um, on top of the fact that the matter is, is that uh, tomorrow I do have something that I have to go and do. That's why there is a possibility that this releases on Saturday rather than Friday. But I'm going to try and make sure that I get this out on Friday as close as possible. So, yeah. Um, crazy stuff. Um, we still have lots of fireworks, so if you hear them pop them off in the middle of this podcast, that's why. So... Yeah, you might hear a few bangs here and there, and that's not really much I can do right now. <laughs> so, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, as for the topic this week, it's going to be a little bit different. I'm going to kind of bring up a little bit of a personal experience. Um, for the longest time, I was a very dedicated car guy. Um, I was introduced to cars by my brother. He owned a, I want to say an 89 Dodge Daytona with a turbo. Uh, very cool car. Really, really enjoyed being in that car. In fact, I'll probably have to tell you that that, that will be probably ter- told around the Christmas episodes. <laughs> but I just uh, have always grown up with really kind of like fun practical, um, DIY build, build cars. Um, my oldest brother had a pretty sweet, uh, I think it was a Nissan 200 S E R. That's what I want to say. Um, pretty cool. It's known as a sunny in Japan. It came with a, uh, the manual he's got, he got it upgraded, pushing out some pretty good power. Um, yeah, I really, I really liked that car too. Uh, my brother, then I had another brother. I have all brothers, but then uh, my brother, when he turned sixteen, my brother Matt, he ended up uh, buying a, I want to say an eighty-seven Eclipse, uh, or maybe it was eighty-nine. I don't remember the exact year on that one, honestly. But I, I want to say it was eighty-seven, but I could be wrong. Um, he had a first-gen Eclipse. That's as far as I can remember. Uh, that thing was pretty cool. No power, nothing. Um, <laughs> but it was a blast to drive, regardless. Um, so, push came to shove. Uh, my brother, Matt, who had the Eclipse, eventually ended up getting a truck. And the truck was, you know, pretty cool. It was done up and uh, not really, really super lifted. But it was a Ram 2500 and it could tow quite a bit. We used it for lots of DIY projects around the house. So, I actually was a little held back on when I could buy my first car. And, um, as you can probably guess, a lot of our family was actually into Chrysler's. Uh, We had a a high-end PT Cruiser that was actually pretty quick, I'm not going to lie. We had that Nissan. We had the Dodge Dodge Daytona. Uh, the same brother, after he got rid of his truck, he ended up buying an SRT6 Dodge Chry- uh, Chrysler Crossfire. 
And that thing was actually pretty destructive. That thing was quick. Um, it would surprise a lot of people. Very, very much so. He would crush a lot of people with that. <laughs> that that thing put out enormous power for how small it was. Um, but eventually, I ended up getting my first car. I had a 2009 Ford Mustang GT 45th anniversary with the deluxe package and a pony package. Um, it was awesome. Big old V8 with the Shaker 500 uh, leather seats that were heated and <clears throat> it had all the bells and whistles that you would find in a car from 2009. And I loved that car. I drove it to work every day. I greatly enjoyed the car. I actually had a build plan to get it, you know, souped up that came to the cost of about $21,000. <laughs> I did not end up going through with it because gas got so expensive that uh, there I was paying about $5 a gallon, roughly if I can remember my numbers correctly. Um, and because it got so bad at gas mileage, I would have to fill up multiple times a week. So it was pretty unsustainable to, um, to be able to keep that because the cost on it was, I was filling up that car and paying more, if not as much, if not more, in gas than I did for the actual car payment of the car, which kind of just got bothersome when you're spending almost a grand between the two of them. So I decided that it was time to get something new, and uh, I decided that I would go and pick out a 2015 EcoBoost Mustang with a manual, and I loved that car. And in this time, I'd actually joined a couple of Mustang groups. Uh, things were fine. I actually liked doing a few of the cruises and doing a lot of the hangouts. Um, and then I decided that I was going to leave the Mustang groups, even though I still had the Mustang, because of the fact of the matter was is that because I didn't own a V8, I got a lot of people who... Uh, couldn't stop really just letting me enjoy being in the group. So I ended up departing and push came to shove in life and I realized that I wanted to go back to school. And at that point, I had decided that I was going to sell the Mustang. My black Mustang. <laughs> Brand new EcoBoost. Delivered straight to my house from Ford. And I legitimately cried. When I la when I lost that car, so now I bumped down to an economy car, and it was just a boring old you know Fiesta, but it had power windows and power steering, and had cruise control and a manual. So I got over it. But then I realized that the changes in life didn't happen that way that I thought it did. And I ended up keeping my um, job that I was at, that I was already at. And because of that, I never had to get rid of my Mustang. 
And that realization was really hard for me because I loved owning that car. It was a lot of fun to drive. Got about the same amount of gas mileage as I do now with about 200 more horsepower. (laughs) And it just was really kind of hard to come to grips with because at that point I had lost that car. And because of that, I kind of dropped out of being a car guy. Uh, my brother, he bought a Challenger at the same time that I got my EcoBoost. Um, I was all in on that car. I had started a blog. I was getting about a thousand people that would read my blog a month on my car. Um, I got picked up by a Mustang, Mustang page that I wrote for. Um just a bunch of other stuff and I walked away from it all and I hadn't ever really felt the pull to want to get back into a vehicular fandom or anything like that Uh, I was actually looking to get into a Challenger scat pack for my next car if I couldn't then uh, find a Charger um, all-wheel drive, maybe with the R-Team badge, so I could at least get a V8 again. But money never happened, and I couldn't swing being able to get into those cars. So my feeling was is that I'll just have to get something else at some other time. And, well... Then I decided that I wanted to get a truck because I was starting to get into gardening and other DIY projects around the house uh, with building and helping repair and getting a bunch of lumber, stuff like that. And uh, I couldn't really find... I found a single... I found a truck that I wanted. I was going to get a Ranger with a tow package. Um, it was listed at $22,000 for sale. So when I called them and contacted them that that was the vehicle that I wanted, they had informed me that the pricing was bad and that it was actually $29,000. So I was really bummed out because it was at this point that I realized that I wanted to start getting into something more of an adult, (laughs) a more sturdy vehicle. Although, although my Fiesta has actually been running like a champ. It just, uh, kind of felt right at the time to get out of the vehicle. It didn't happen, so, you know, I just, I was happy to stay with my little Fiesta and enjoy you know, the good gas mileage and the reliability that I've been having with it. And then that all changed with the Ford Bronco. I was actually set to buy a Dodge for my next vehicle. I wanted a Charger or a Durango. Then It got me all hyped up. 
and then um, I had seen the worldwide release for the Ford Bronco and the Ford Bronco struck something in me that if you're a car guy you kind of understand that like there's something about it that you can't just let go that there is everything about that vehicle that you want and it's hard to find vehicles when you feel like that that make you feel like that a lot of times and it makes me want to get back into the car community I feel like that there is a lifestyle that comes with having the Ford Bronco that is very appealing. And unfortunately, I don't think I'll be able to afford one for a little bit, but I truly do want one. Because there's a lot of things changing in my life, and there's a lot of things that I want to go and do, and I feel like that being in a, getting rid of a, a more, I like to say the uh, poor college student car, <laughs> and get into something a little more, you know, sustainable, um, I, there was just a fire... There was a feeling of that feeling that I got when I first got behind the wheel of a Mustang or a Charger or a Challenger. I mean, um, a Mustang or a Challenger, just this feeling is just like, there's no place I would rather be than in this car, enjoying this exact time together. Now I haven't been able to see or sit in a new Bronco. But I really, really am just so enthralled with the vehicle itself. Like I said, it makes me feel things that I felt back when I was first getting into Mustangs and Challengers and Camaros. You know, the muscle cars. And I remember how good it was to be in like clubs and enjoying the time together and the cruises and you know what makes the vehicle special and with that it makes me wish or want and plan and have a goal of um, getting a Bronco because I would like to get to the point where I'm going hiking more anyway, fishing more anyway, maybe even hunting, um, and being able to just get to the point where I can afford a vehicle like that and not feeling like I have to worry so much about the things in life. It's really an inspirational thing when you have something that's so sought after, I guess is the word I'm thinking of, or a desire to have that type of lifestyle. 
um, you know, it, it a lifestyle that is so vastly different from what I have. And it makes me want to be an enthusiast again. There is something that makes me feel like that I want to go all in on a vehicle for the first time since I got my black Mustang. It has become a goal of mine to actually be able to afford a new Bronco. And, you know, obviously, I mean, I'd be fine with any of them, but I do lean towards the four-door with the uh, manual transmission uh, and just be able to use that. I think it's more than capable, and you can still work on it and beef it up. Yeah, it's just being part of a vehicular family, a group or a crew or whatever you want to call it, to be able to enjoy that time together and discuss things of common interests that come with the territory. And it makes me want to get back into it. And it's provided me with these feelings that I've never felt. Well, I haven't felt since I bought that black Mustang. I'm trying to see if there's a way that I can pull this off. In fact, I almost pulled the trigger and actually got a reservation. I almost did. I was so close, but... But I decided, ultimately, that I did not want to plan so far ahead that if and when it came, I don't know if I would be able to afford it. And, honestly, it's a shame because I still wish to this day that I could at least just put myself into that position. And I can't. And I just keep hoping that there is an opportunity here sooner rather than later that provides that ability to be able to get it so in short it feels good to be enthusiastic about something again even if there is no way to actually um, be able to actually afford one right now or you know even be able to really dare put down a reservation and I just really am hoping that there is a possibility to relive the moments of what it was like to enjoy a specialty vehicle so in any case if there is anything like that that you've ever felt or wanted to deal with I would like to hear from you. If you're a car guy or, you know, you're thinking about getting into cars, you know, go ahead and uh, let's talk and discuss. Uh, I don't really, there's not really anything that I don't, there's not really in the car, anything in the car world that I don't like. Um, all I want to do at this point is just get back into the, uh, the throes of things and be able to enjoy uh, the camaraderie and the spirit that comes with being in a car group and being able to live the lifestyle that the car provides. And I think that's probably just about all I had to say. I just wanted to go on this uh, rant and just kind of 
put it out into the ether that if I say by the time that the Bronco comes out, I'm going to be able to get it. I think that there is something out there that works towards putting you on that path. Um, so with that being the case, uh, my goal has been expanded for the year to being able to afford one of those. I don't know how, but I feel like that it's good to just have that goal. Um, but yeah, if there's anything that you wish to share with me about this particular subject, go ahead and let me know, and I will talk at you next time.